and tell you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, we come because you've been so good. Yes, Lord. And you've been so kind to yes, us. Yes, Lord. We stop by to tell you much obliged to thank you. Thank you, Lord. And we thank thee, oh Lord, Father, right now on last night. And we thank you for early rising up this morning. And when we rolled this morning, yeah, the blood was just running warm in my veins. I'll pull you as a, yeah, in my right mind. And I had, yeah, the use of my man.
written in the Psalms. O Lord, thou hast searched me and know me. Thou hast my eyes and my heart rising. Thou understandest my thoughts are all. Thou compassed my path and my lying down, and I acquainted with all my ways. But there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it all together. Thou hast beset me behind and before and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot say unto it. Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, if I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. And we know that God's word is already blessed. Let us continue standing as we join together our family prayer. It's me, it's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Prayer is an effective weapon that God has given us to combat our battles is an effective weapon just to get closer to him. We ask God right now to come in the midst of us. Amen? Yes, Lord. Amen. Let's pray this prayer with anticipation and expectation that yes. God will enter into our situation. Yes, this answer our request. Yes, Lord. Oh, Father God, right now, our excellence is your name in all the earth. Father God, once again, it's another time just to feel your hand made service. Yes, Lord. We get together, oh, Father God, just to call upon your name. Yes, yes. Father God, we have, we have called upon you all week long. All week. And you've been good and faithful. You, yes. you've kept us from Sunday to Sunday once again. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you. And now, Father God, we take up that time to join ourselves together corporately. Yes. To touch and agree to call upon your name. Yes. Because we realize, oh, Father God, that your word says it's power in agreement. Power. So right now, in the name of Jesus. Amen. We ask the Father God, hear us right now. Look beyond our faults, oh Father God, and see our needs. Create us a clean heart and renew us the right spirit. And then we have done that, oh Father God. We ask to make a for a fresh anointing. One fill us up from the soul of our feet to the crowns of our head. Father God, we have failed you on every account. We said we're going to go, you, you asked us to go left, Father God, we went right. We asked us to go left, Father God, we just continue to do our own thing. But Father God, we ask right now that you look beyond our faults, see our need, and bless us in spite of our faults. Father God, it's not our desire to walk against the dictates of your word. But Father God, it's our desire to line up with your word. We want to be obedient to your word. So Father God, strengthen us when we are weak and build us up when we are torn down. Father God, somebody here, someone needs you for one thing and someone needs you for another. So we ask of God that you meet us at our need. Heal somebody's body, oh Father God, today that's in frail, fail, failing right now. Their frailty, Father God, and take it over them. We ask, oh God, that you allow your Holy Spirit right now to heal their bodies. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Father God, someone right now needs you to meet, meet a need for them. We just ask, oh God, that you beat Jehovah Jireh and the life of your people. Father God, enlarge their territory. Come against, Father God, the spirit of poverty and failure in the lives of your people. Father God, let prosperity and success breathe within their lives. Father God, while we're going through what we're going through, 
We ask you to shape and mold the Father God so we can be better converts, so we can be better Christians for you. Fight our battle for us, Father God. Be a strong tower. Father God, put a hand of protection around us right now against the enemy. He sees the devourers, oh Father God. But we ask, oh Father God, that you fight our battles for us. Father God, bless the Jerusalem order as a whole right now. Bless them as a church body right now in the name of Jesus. Supply this body, oh Father God, with the helps that they need, with the gifts that they need, so we can be an effective source in converting your community and the world. Father God, bless your people in this body right now, spiritually, financially, and physically right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, each of y'all got our own issue. Father God, cover your people in the blood of your son Jesus. Cover them, oh Father God. Come against any father believing spirit that might rise up against them. Protect them, oh God, from all hurt, harm, and danger, and most of all the wiles of the devil. Father God, we know that you hear us. But if there's something right now in prayer that I forgot to say, oh Heavenly Father, I ask for Father God, you allow the Holy Spirit to make intercession for us. You know what we need and when we need it. We thank you, Father God. We thank you victory. We thank you in advance. Give us a spirit of thankfulness in the midst of our circumstances and situation. And we thank you in advance for what you're about to do in our lives. And all who love the Lord say, Amen. Amen.
actually was a wonderful day on yesterday when uh, President Abreu wore her, her crown, and I would ask that she come forth in front of the camera so those at home can see her today as well. Give her a round of applause, family.
Um, it is Thanksgiving this week on Thursday, and um, we uh, from the Mission Ministry would like to honor our senior saints this morning with a little gift from our mission and, of course, our leadership staff. Uh, we're so happy to present. It's just a little something for you to help your Thanksgiving run go beautifully. So we want to take this time to honor each of you, but especially to our senior saints this morning. Of course, Sister Mumford, she's not here. We will uh, deliver what we have for her to her. But we want to begin with Mother Irene Thomas. Praise the Lord. Uh, Deacon and Sister Perlo. Amen. Amen. You're quite welcome, Dee. That's my deacon, y'all. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sister Holmes, to God be the glory. Yes. And her mother, Sister Irma. Um, she's not here, but she make sure she gets it. Sister Barbara Gilbert. Sister Barbara Gilbert. Amen. And last but not least, Sister Florine Thomas. Amen. And we have the seventh gift box for Sister Mumford that we will deliver. Family, we love you, we appreciate you, and we hope this adds to your Thanksgiving to make it a little more happier for you. Thank you so very much. On behalf of the mission, President Greer, we say happy Thanksgiving. Not by sight. 
I'm a living witness. Hey, we can't have, we can't stop things from happening. But God, guess what? God has worked it out so while it happened to us, He'll get us a way to pull us out of it. Amen. But I'm gonna be obedient in the midst of no matter, no matter what. Okay. And I'm just that place in my spiritual walk with God. Yes, I have other stuff to do, but I'm gonna pay my tithes. And before I do anything else, Amen. Devil can't mess with my stuff. I'm not going to let him do it. I'm not going to let him do it. Yeah. Amen. Let's bless this offering in advance before you bring it. Oh, Father God, right now, thank you right now. Bless this offering that your people are about to give unto your God. Yeah. Father God, we know the reason why we have set aside this side, you have allowed us to. Because we know that we know the, it's a blessing in obedience. We know the value, Father God, of being obedient to all of your word. So right now, Father God, we know you're working our circumstances and situation out for us. That's why we call those things and not as if they were. Right now in the name of Jesus. Bless your people as they give unto you, Father God. Let the spirit of prosperity and success breathe within the lives of your people. Father God, come against any spirit that will stand up and try, Father God, to make them unsuccessful, closing doors. Father God, we know that you're a waymaker. You're Jehovah Jireh. Father God, let this offering be used for the betterment of building your kingdom. And when different human days are over down here, save us a place, O Heavenly Father, anywhere in your kingdom will be just all right with us. And all who love the Lord say, Amen. Amen. Church, stand up, come from the back, and we'll give us some music.
direct our ears uh, as he speak your word, O oh God. We pray that uh, none of this will go out and be void, but it will be effective in accordance with your will and your purpose. Thank you for just one more day. And we acknowledge that even being here today is not because of our great faithfulness, but because we have a loving, merciful God and a Redeemer. Thank you for redeeming our soul. Thank you for establishing the church. And we thank you for the dwelling of the Holy Spirit who guides and protects, who regenerates, who keeps who adopts, and will forever give you the praise and the glory. We pray that we might continue to be a light, and those that are in darkness might hate darkness and move out of darkness into your marvelous light. Keep us and help us to have a testimony. Guide us that we might walk according to your will and your purpose. Lord, I shepherd afresh. Keep him and guide us. Enable him to know every day that he's responsible for our souls. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. I let you tag this message with a topic, with thanksgiving. Take your seats in the presence of the Lord. With thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. As Christian believers, I should hope that we would not just use this time of the year to give God some hearty thanks. Yeah. I would hope that every day, every moment that you think about it, every time it runs across your mind, every time you get quiet and have a silent moment or two, you are reminded of how much you have to be thankful yeah. for. Yeah. I think it becomes apparent to us the older we get how grateful we are when we get to a certain age for just the small things. When I was immature and growing in my faith, I was thankful for a car. Thankful for clothes and money. Those are temporal blessings. But of course, you ought to be thankful for them. But as you mature and as you grow and as you start to age, you start thanking God just to be able to get up in the morning. You thank God that nobody had to feed you. You were able to dress yourself. In the language of our elder saints, we thank God we are clothed in our right minds with a reasonable portion of our health. Just that is enough to be thankful for. When you look at television, Lady Jenkins, and read the newspaper and look at what's going on in our world and how persons right in our own community and country are suffering and people are homeless and begging and sleeping on the streets. Hey, last night, you had a comfortable bed to get into. You had a warm house to walk around in. That's enough for you to even right now this morning, this hour, this very second, put your hands together and tell God thank you. I could have been dead. You could have been dead sleeping in your grave. But God in his infinite mercy, God in his gracious loving kindness has given us another opportunity to give his name some thanks. When we look at this text that Paul shared with the church at Caesarea Philippi, Deacon Johnson, Paul is showing us that there are three looks. Y'all got that? There are three looks or three keys that the church ought to have whenever you think about Thanksgiving. In verse number six, the first look, the first look the church ought to have is towards heaven. There ought to always look towards heaven. When you look up, you can give God thanks. He said, be careful for nothing in verse 6. That word, be careful, means don't be anxious. Don't be worried about anything. Don't allow life to get you all twisted up. To where you get nervous about whether or not God is going to come through like he said he would come through. 
It should never be a concern of a Christian believer because with God, there's no such thing as an emergency. Well, well. I'll say that to somebody again. Y'all yeah. hear me? Yeah. You think you got an emergency, but not to God. There's no emergency with God. Yeah. I need somebody to tell somebody here, God neither slumbers nor sleeps. Yeah. And there's nothing that will ever catch our God on by surprise. Yeah. And whatever happens in your life is no shock to God. Be careful, be anxious, be worried over nothing. But in everything, the Bible said, that's how you keep from being anxious. That's how you keep from worrying in everything, by prayer and supplication. Make your request, y'all hear me? Talk back to me. Make your request known unto our God. If you're going to worry, then don't pray. But if you're going to pray, then don't worry. I don't worry no more. I get concerned, but I ain't worried. I might pay attention. It's a difference than worry and concern. I'm worried because I don't know what's going to happen. Worry is advanced interest placed on something that you can't even control tomorrow. No, I become concerned, and when I become concerned, I get to God with meditation, prayer, and supplication. If the devil begins to stress me out, and I hate it with a passion, he always tries to get me when I'm trying to do good. Every time I try to do good, evil is always present. Every time I try to do good, he tries to deter me and turn me around. But guess what? I'm t I know too much about him. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nothing going to get me down here. Yeah. So in everything, in everything, that's how I keep from being anxious. Yeah. I don't have to worry. You look up and realize that your blessings don't come from your bank account. Yeah. And I get a witness here. Your blessings don't come from your connections and your hookups. Your blessings don't come from your degree or your social status, your job or your income. All our help comes from God. I said all our help comes from God. Again, you got to be awfully young here not to realize where your blessings come from. Because your strengths have to come from God. Yes. Your health has to come from God. Your good mind has to come from God. We take for granted just breathing every day. And you got in your bed last night. You knew what time you went to bed. But you didn't know what time you fell asleep. And while you were sleeping, God kept your heart going. Breathing all night. God kept your lungs expanding with air going in and out all night according to the anatomic nervous system that God placed in your body to regulate you living. That's right. You didn't, you didn't do nothing to make it all happen last night. God did that while we were sleeping. So when you woke up this morning, if you didn't say thank you, now would be a good time because some people went to bed last night and did not wake up this morning. Are y'all going to make a preach to myself? God woke you up in your right mind. It did not come from you. It comes from looking up and realize, I see y'all look up, that when you pray, that's a sign of dependence. When you pray, you're saying, God, I can't, but you can. You're saying to God, I don't know, I don't have it, but you do. The scripture tells me, Mother Thomas, that cattle on a thousand hills belong to the Lord. Am I in the book? The earth is the Lord's, y'all, and the fullness thereof. There and the world, and they that dwell there. And they that dwell in the Lord is my shepherd. I shall have no more. 
The Lord is the light, my light, and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Everything I need comes down from God. Everything comes down from God. But from up from God. You have to get your mind right to understand this. If you're going to be a thankful person because you woke up this morning, there's no guarantee that you're going to wake up tomorrow. Hello. And when you wake up, there's no guarantee you're going to be able to get up. Every time you look up, you should tell God, thank you. For the air you breathe. For the clothes you wear. For the house you live in. For the job you got to go to. Yeah, it's a piece of job, but it's your job and you got one. You're able to put food on your table and feed yourself. You provide for your family. Those are small things that we just take for granted. This just ain't about Thanksgiving. This is about being thankful every day you wake up. There are so many people outdoors with no coat to wear, no shoes to put on. But God's been good to us. And as long as you keep looking up, blessings will always come down. Got to look up, Sister Amy. Because when the praises go up, the blessings come down. The problem with being in church a while, oh, I got to go here, Dr. Jenkins. But the problem with being in church a while is you start thinking you're better than other people. Yeah. Not in church, that people are, that are not in church. Yeah. And you think that life can't turn on you. And you have you you can have the reversal of fortune. And the same people you looking down your church nose at every day, God may raise them up and now you being warned. Yeah. I don't take my blessings for granted. I don't take what God does for me for granted. Because he didn't have to do it. Because God doesn't have to do anything for me. All my blessings come down because God's mercy. It's the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. And those mercies are new every day. Great is the Lord, even when I'm unfaithful. Great is the Lord. Can I say it again? Even when I'm unfaithful, great is the Lord's faithfulness towards us. You have to take an upward look. And when you look up, you ought to say thank you. Verse 6 talks about looking up. Be careful. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. That's looking up. But verse 7, Dr. Jenkins, is talking about looking around. Verse 7 is talking about looking around. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Are y'all with me? Look around, look around. While you were sleeping last night, ambulances were rolling all over South Florida. Police sirens were going all over Miami. Shooting and death were in everywhere in the city. But guess like the blood that was on the doorpost by the children eaters, no ambulances stopped at your house. The police didn't arrest down in your family. Guess what? Death did not enter your doors last night. You can't even be around. You can't, you, you can't even go to a party nowadays. You can't go to a party in nobody's house. Without some some fool coming in, they got a gang box, or they're trying to take they trying to shoot up somebody in the party. What a time we live in. And you talking, you we don't live in the last day. The devil is alive. We live in the last day. When I was a student, I know y'all don't think I'm old, that ain't that long ago. We used to have a block party to the job. Not a house party. Block party. Anybody can come to the block party. Anybody that want to come, can come. 
Everybody went home. Nobody got shot. Some of them might have gotten a fight, but nobody got shot. Amen. Amen. You're not safe. Even in your own home. They were breaking your house, hold you and your whole family hostage. When you look around, I think you look around, you see all the stuff that's going on? But in Christ, there's peace and contentment. Can I get a witness of that? It's peace that surpasses all understanding. Brothers and sisters, listen. I just made up my mind, Dr. James. Since the Lord is going to be up all night, it just makes sense for me to go to sleep. Are y'all hearing me? Since God needs to slumber, no sleep, don't go around walking around all night long. Take yourself to sleep. Because they said God keep the house. Burglar bars can't keep you from coming from them from coming in. Unless the Lord build a fence around you. Oh, can I get a witness in here? Your alarm system cannot keep death out of your house. That's peace that comes to you when you know Christ. That's the passive of understanding. Yeah. I need to talk to somebody who knows a little bit of what I'm talking about because yeah. God's word says, I will keep him uh -huh. in perfect peace yes. whose mind is stayed yeah. on me. Yeah. You can't be with your children all the time. No. You don't know what's going on in school. You don't know what's happening at the bus stop. You don't know who's going to walk around the school talking about with a gun. But when you put them in the Lord's hands, yeah. can I get a wisdom of the tongue? Yeah. Yeah. When you put them in the Lord's hands, that's a peace that's surpassing all understanding. When people around you are falling apart and looking at you, wondering why you still seem like cool, calm, and collect, that's peace. Yeah. That's a passive all understanding. That's why I'm thankful. Yeah. That's why we're going to cook a turkey. No. Yeah, yeah. This gives me an extra emphasis to take a little time out and pause for a minute. Mm -hmm. I tell him, thank you anyhow. Yeah. But I, I got a whole day now to sit down and think about how good he is. Yeah. Understand that you got something going on on the inside. Mm -hmm. They don't understand that's how you keep cool. Yeah, yeah. You can't be disturbed by what's going on. Yeah. Y'all didn't hear me. Yeah. I wish there were more Christians, Lady James, who are thermostatic instead of thermometric. Yeah. Yeah. Thermometers, Deacon Johnson, go up and down. Y'all yeah. with me? Uh -huh. Thermometers go up and down depending on the barometric pressure yeah. and atmospheric conditions. Uh -huh. But thermostats Control the temperature. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. Of what's going on on the inside. Yeah. No matter what the weather condition, it could be 30 degrees freezing outside, but if you have thermostat, it'll feel like 77 on the inside. Y'all be feeling I'm trying to go somewhere with this. In your mind, you need to be in your spirit. Controlling your mind, you need to be a thermostat. Because you can't let your circumstance and your situation dictate how you may act. Mm -hmm. The devil controls barometric and atmospheric pressures. Yeah. But I got the Holy Ghost on the inside that acts as a thermostat. How y'all feeling? Make it True Christians on the sophomores have a thermostat on the inside. Yeah, yeah. That's the Holy Ghost. The Holy that when your world is crumbling outside and around you, yeah. you got peace. Yeah. That's a passive all understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can shout when you're broke. Yeah. 
You can shout when you got when, when, when you, you don't get no check. You can shout when you sick. You can shout when you're well or you shout when you sit. It really does not. You shout when you're tall, they talk about you behind your back and send a trap for you. You still can shout and praise God. Can I get a witness here? Why? 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 Because guess what? You're looking around. You're looking up, you're going to give God thanks. You're looking around, you're not going to let the Holy Ghost, you're going to take a, you're going to take a look, right? At what all's going on around you. Y'all with me? Now, now. Here we go, the last point I'm trying to make. Paul says it right here in verse number eight. Finally. And when Paul says finally, and they are checking Dr. Jacob, finally, because I need y'all to pay attention. Finally, he said, brethren, whatsoever things are true, talk about looking around now. Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. That's what Paul tried to tell us. Paul didn't say, hey, you got everything going on good, good around you all the time. He don't necessarily mean that you need to physically look around, says Danny. Every now and then, you need to know how to walk in the spirit. I don't care what you're going through. You know what Paul said in, in his in he wrote when he said, I don't know. He said, one time I was caught up into the third heaven. He said, I could have been out of the body or in the body. Y'all with me now. He said, but I don't know. But God showed me when I got up to the third heaven things that I cannot even utter. Can I make it personal for him? But Pastor dude, God sometimes, he got to catch me up into the third heaven. That means I got to walk in the spirit. If I don't walk in the spirit, I take myself out, y'all. Because so much stuff come at me sometimes. I'm how can I manage it? If I look at it in the natural, I can't handle it by myself. But if I'm in the spirit, it makes me look at things in a different way. The picture can be a bad picture. But God has taught me in my little mature self that if I reframe the picture, the picture, a bad picture, y'all didn't bring it up. Have you had a picture you didn't like it yourself? But you didn't want to throw the picture away because you're so into yourself. You don't want to throw the picture away? I changed the frame. And you see that picture in a different way. That's what God do to you. And Paul said, look around. If anything you can crab your mind on, that's good. Think on that thing. He said, it don't look good. I know it don't look good, Paul said, but that's all right. Don't worry about it. Think on the things that are good. If something's in front of you and it don't look good, Tracy, what you do is have a flashback, y'all. Maybe go back now. Have a flashback party. If God did that back there, this ain't nothing. Y'all hear what I'm saying? It's looking hopeless. But guess what? God likes to show up in hopeless situations. Y'all trying to make me stay up here. I'm, I'm going to go to my seat because y'all want to get this. Check this out. God said, you need to learn how to be thankful in the midst of a bad situation. Because in this world, wars and rumors of war. Father against son, son against father. Truth breakers, liars, backbiters. You can't trust your own. 
The Bible says the arm of flesh will fail you. You dare not trust your own. So what you gonna do? You need to learn and lick the lane and depend on are y'all saying? You need to learn and depend on Jesus. He's a friend that can stick closer than a brother. Are you hearing me? He can come to you in the midnight hour when you feel all alone, Sister Gertie, and you feel like you'll never come out when you're going out, and God will touch your mind, and then you say, I really don't care if I come out. Because guess what? Like Paul said, absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Paul said, I really don't care. He said, it does me good to be here with you, but I can care less. Come thinking of the good thing. Yeah. Can I get a witness here? Yeah. God is so good. Yeah. Ain't he good? Yeah. All the time God's good. You need to learn how to thank him. God wants you to learn how to thank him. We don't got to wait for a holiday or in November to thank God. Real Christians thank God just for getting up in the morning. Can I get a witness in here? Real Christians thank God for just a piece of something. A piece of check coming in. guess what? So God told me to seek me first the kingdom of heaven and all this other stuff. But what I found out is I put God first. In my life and in my walk, people bless me just because I'm thankful. With thanksgiving. But God, with thanksgiving, be thankful. That's what it's about. Give him the thanks he truly deserves. We now go off of discipleship. The same invitation of discipleship. Maybe some of them do not know the Lord is yesterday. Now is the accepted time now for their salvation. When you hear God come to your heart, if you don't know Him, you need to give your life to God. The next minute may be too late. The next hour will be too late. This invitation goes out to you. If you do know the Lord, now is the time. If you haven't been doing this, God asks you to know that you should do. Rededicate your life back to Him. God said, Guess what? I have forgotten about you. You turned away from me and you said, I still have you in my hand. You said, I'm married to the backslide. Come back to me. I teach you how to be thankful no matter what you're going through. We don't have a church on that to join up in Jerusalem in this place. We know how to be thankful. Give God thanks for all things. This is a place where the word of God is powerful. The word of God is powerful. And I worship this pastor. We welcome you to come with us. It's the one today.
Yeah. 